What's up, everybody? This latest episode uh, is with my man Gage Johnson, who is a friend of mine since I was about seven, eight years old. Uh, me and his older brother were best friends growing up. And uh, yeah, Gage is another, you know, very unique person in just his personality and just his like carefree mentality. He is a guy who just kind of goes as the wind blows, you know? And so I hope you guys really enjoy this. Um, the recording is a little scabby here and there, mainly because Gage was in Australia while we recorded this. So I do apologize for uh, the conversation being a little choppy at times, but uh, I hope you guys still enjoy it. trying to share people's stories man and so like for yourself you're obviously you're halfway around the world on me right now and uh yeah i mean it's crazy to think that you are literally sitting in a van in australia in what what city or town again uh it's just a little place called mildura it's about the size of williams lake okay okay so about like 12 to fifteen thousand people yeah, it's, it feels like home slightly. It does, yeah. Right. So then, are there a lot of, like, town-slash-cities like that, or is it primarily, like, huge city centers, like uh, like 100,000, a million people? Like, what's what's the average size town or city in the area that you're in? I, I would say this is very, very similar to ours. Like, there's a lot of really dusty old towns like you know you get the clintons and the, <laughs> and the laclahashes and stuff and uh yeah it's pretty much the same proportion and then yeah like even melbourne's about these same size as vancouver as well it's kind of almost uncanny in the same distance away from the large cities and okay so yeah. you're you're like a six hour drive from the big cities then from where you're at currently yeah yeah kind of out i would say almost in the not nowhere, but, you know, right. there's nothing real big within, you know, four or five hours. Right, right. Now, would you say it's pretty mountainous or, like... Oh, um, no. <laughs> like, is it pretty not. flat and pretty just, like, pretty straight roads to get from one place to the next? Oh, yeah. It's a perfect grid line. Like, they oh, got... really? <laughs> yeah. It's wow. just perfect squares with roundabouts, man. It's awesome. I love it. You know, when I was working at the college that uh, I worked at... Um, we had a guy come and visit and check out the campus who was from Australia and uh, him and I were chatting and I was like so you know we were kind of discussing about the idea of like driving across Australia and like what that's like and he just kind of gave me this funny look as if people just like don't drive straight across it you drive like the coastline but you would never drive like straight down like the middle of the country is that pretty common or is that not a very common thing uh well there's a pretty big divide between the east and the west like right yeah yeah almost nothing and that's pretty straight yeah you're gonna go like 100 kilometers without turning your steering wheel yeah <laughs> well see but that's just the one kind of legendary road but 
Yeah. Right. Well, and that was the thing. He was saying how they have, uh, what did he describe them as, like, land trains or, uh, I don't remember the exact, you know, line he said, but he basically said it's like a semi or a transport truck with, like, three or four trailers on the back of it, and they just hammer down these highways. Oh. Because he just said, like, it's just so wide open and, like, so few people use these highways that go, like, right down the middle of the country in comparison to going, like, the coastline. Yeah, I could imagine that'd be pretty brutal, man. I think it, it sounds familiar. I've never seen a firsthand. Yeah, yeah. So then, yeah. now living in Australia right now, how long are you planning on being there for? Uh, I've only got about two weeks left. To, yeah, I leave on the from here on the 24th, and then I fly out of uh, Sydney on the 26th. Okay, okay. Yeah, I get to come back home. Only for like a week or something, then we're off again doing something else. Where are you headed to after that? Um, I'm going to Panama with my roommate. Uh, he's invited me along as uh, somewhat of a care aide, sort of something, somebody familiar to be around for this uh, research that he's, you know, getting underway with since he's paralyzed. So. Um, almost applied or they've kind of screened him for to see if he's a good candidate for this and he invited me along which is now is this cool is this <laughs> for the potential of like curing paralysis or like the attempt to I assume yeah they're really hoping for anything like finger movement you know some triceps that'd be great <laughs> yeah yeah just anything to show that it can be healed and like he can regain strength in those parts of his body again, eh? Yeah, and they've showed a lot of positive results, so it's one of those things where it's like there's a lot of doubt, but there's almost, like, you know, no doubt. <laughs> you just don't want to get your hopes up, really. But For sure. it's For looking sure. pretty good. Yeah. Wow, okay, yeah. so that's exciting stuff. Yeah, it is exciting, man. It would be nice to just chill out at home, as, <laughs> as we all like to do. Absolutely, and potentially have him be able to, like, who knows, one day walk with you, right? Oh, that would be amazing. Just, yeah, seeing him go through what he has gone through for the last nine years is... It's uh, interesting to watch, like, even, yeah, just how much uh, ability he's gained, like, just from being able to manipulate his hands to use a fork or to light a lighter or you know right. something along those lines right yeah because life just yeah. isn't the same eh where we take for granted things like all of our fingers and our thumb and the movement of our arms and everything even our legs right and this yeah guy like for him learning to... how to cope with it with it not functioning the way that he probably wants it to or that he's used to oh yeah that's <laughs> without a doubt and uh he's just so positive and he really doesn't let anyone like doesn't let anyone bring him down like no matter what they say it's pretty crazy like yeah it's <laughs> but that's good that's what you need right you you can't have a negative mindset or even people with a negative mindset around you when you're trying to do what society would probably say is the impossible you know yeah like being a, at a whim of other people's opinions of you know what they 
think about what you're doing and stuff like that. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, well, let's uh, let's roll this back a little bit. So um, I feel like people should have kind of somewhat of an idea of who you are, I mean, because we haven't even gotten into that. But, um, you know, for those that are listening, this is my friend Gage. Um, he has been a friend since we were kids. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've known you literally since you were probably around four or five years old actually when you think about it because um you know gage's older brother nick and i uh became very very close when we were young kids around eight uh eight years old nine years old and uh you've obviously always been a constant in in that friendship as well you know um being yeah. a sibling and, and uh being part of our lives and um you know your guys is upbringing was so different from what I could have ever understood as being I guess a childhood as silly as it sounds uh, and and not for just like any sort of like negative reason or anything like that but I mean you were you know primarily raised by a single mom when you guys were young yeah uh, like your dad didn't live in the same city but you guys obviously still had that relationship. Oh yeah, yeah. Dad was he was always committed, and Mom was always committed. And Absolutely. And you also that. you also had grandparents who you were very close with. Uh, oh yeah, like <laughs> in the yeah they were live next door. Yeah, <laughs> so. exactly right. And so like these are all things that I never experienced. Right, was having uh, you know I. I was fortunate enough to have both my parents under the same household. However, my grandparents lived, you know, four and a half hours away from me. Um, so I never had that sense of like a greater understanding of family outside of my parents and my, my brother. Um, and then on top of that, uh, you know, you ended up moving, um, at the age, how old were you when you guys moved? I was 12, I remember very well. <laughs> See, so you were 12 when you moved, you left your brother and sister behind in Williams Lake as you guys moved down to the coast with your mom and now stepdad is in the picture, Kevin. Um, you have a, like a new baby sister uh, who would have been, how old, th two, three? Was she even that yeah. old? Yeah, we're 10 years different, so she's about two. Yeah, yeah. Some. So walk me through that. What was that like? Because I only know it from the perspective of Nick and Evan, who, you know, uh, who moved in with your grandparents, uh, and that now became kind of their immediate family, was each other and then Oma and Opa. Uh, and you had to kind of go down this totally different path. Yeah, it's funny to really say that something that happened when I was that young shaped my life so greatly, uh, but it, it really defined every part of my life. Um, yeah. Cause yeah, I went from being like the youngest to middle child to just leaving my comfort zone really, really suddenly as well. Like it was, 
I don't know, I would say probably like a, I don't know, like a three or four month decision. And I remember I was just finishing up grade six and, or no, I was probably about three quarters of the way through the year and we moved. And uh, it was just, it was a culture shock, like <laughs> going down to the coast and just the kids were different. And so I, yeah, t- tended to develop, uh, I guess, like independent uh, qualities, just kind of like kept to myself and my skateboard. And yeah, I just became one of more of the quiet kids, I think, but still myself. And it really shaped my personality in that way. And yeah, it's, you know, school is the same for everyone. It's just our interactions and the way we learn and grow. It was very cool, I think. I think, Yeah, I don't know what it would have been like if I stayed in Williams Lake. Absolutely. See, one of the things I find fascinating, too, is you made a good point where you said you went from kind of being a middle child when really the majority of, like, your upbringing to that point, you were the youngest. You know, yeah. um, you know your sister was born when you were 10 years old. Um, and so she... Like, you knew yourself as kind of the baby of the family. That was your identity. Uh, and then all of a sudden, so quickly, you went from being the youngest to the oldest. Uh, in the sense that your two older siblings were now no longer in the household. You were now the oldest. You had a younger sister as well as, you know, um, a stepbrother who I'm sure was... I, like, I don't know if he was living with you guys part-time. I'm sure you saw him far more often living down on the coast all of a sudden. Yeah, we were uh, mostly on weekends. He was just doing his school thing. and Right. Yeah. And so, you know, you're right when you say you gain that, like, sense of independence, right? Because um, I know even for myself, uh, being the youngest child, I think it's very easy for the younger children in a family to continue to be dependent on your parents um, because you don't have to try anything new because your older sibling is going to be the one who tries new things. And I mean, I'm not saying that all younger siblings are that way, but I think a lot of the time uh, it probably leads to them more being, being more dependent than independent uh, over their older siblings. And so for you, yeah, I, you get kind of a, a taste of both where you were the youngest and now you're the oldest and now you have to kind of expand yourself because you don't have anyone leading the way daily. Um, you don't have a brother and sister who are telling you what, you know, what to expect in, you know, high school because they're not in the same high school as you. And uh, you had to experience it all firsthand for yourself, you know? Yeah, I... I think I had a lot of fun with it. Then I look back and, you know, I was pretty naive to a lot of it at the time, but like, it's just, it's really cool to look back and see the monumental things in your own life that have, have shaped you and just to be able to talk to them about it, like with a, a close friend like yourself. And I don't know, <laughs> I'm just kind of saying like, it's nice to, I don't know, be heard or expressed. Like, this is really cool what you're doing, man. Like, I like it. Absolutely, absolutely. And I mean, and this is the thing, man, is feel free to go as, as deep or shallow as you want, but 
you know, talk to me about, do you find there's any sort of difference or do you think that there would have been any difference had you grown up with older siblings in your house your whole life, especially during those developmental years uh, as a teenager? Or do you think you're able to see them more on like a, an even kind of level knowing that they were both, you know, the older siblings um, and you were technically the oldest sibling as well, just in different households. Oh, it was, I can name a few things that uh, really contributed to the differences. Um, like in Williams Lake, I, I feel like I was so occupied um, with family and church and youth and just everyone that I've known for my whole life. It's like the community was already there and I just had to be me, which was, you know, that's always been pretty easy. But as I moved down, it's like I didn't develop like, um, like I guess a mass amount of friends. Like I was close to the few guys that were kind of off in left field and a lot of the attention came to me with my parents and you know <laughs> cracking down on the chores and so uh yeah I don't know I guess I kind of just I did become rebellious but on the inside I've never been a rebellious sort of guy so I've always been like the good guy badass sort of thing I don't know yeah. it's been funny and it, yeah with the persona of skateboarding and but I've always, you know, liked to keep it, or at least try to keep it Christ-centered, or at least, you know, you fall in him. But um, those are kind of the things that define me. Um, and just, yeah, the people around and the amounts of attention. And, you know, my parents are working new jobs. and Right. Now, talk to me about this relationship you've had with skateboarding. Because skateboarding is, I know, very much something that is near and dear to you. It is something that you've been involved with for a long time. Um, and I don't really know if it was necessarily all developed through, um, you know, an influence of Nick or uh, if you had kind of come to it your own. Because you obviously kept on with it even though he wasn't a part of your daily picture. Um, and tell me a little bit about like, you know, any community you might have developed and, and what that kind of subculture, uh, you know, how, how it helped shape who you are. Yeah, um, I don't think there's many things that people could say have changed their life so much as well. And, you know, as such as a hobby like that, uh, it's pretty unique in its own thing, you know, people that love their snowboarding. So I guess we can get an understanding of how it is for me. Uh, but it's just something that's always been there. It's been therapeutic. It's, oh man, I can't even explain how many best friends. Like, I, you're just, you're a certain person already. It's like the skateboarding chooses you, you know? And then it's just so easy to connect with people. And it's, you know, creativity and, determination and perseverance and just the show raw talent and balance and there's I guess yeah a lot of things like that and yeah I would say every 
every close friend I've had has either been with me on a skateboard or still skateboards with me. <laughs> like, yeah, the real tight homies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. It, it does kind of build a bond uh, within it. And, I mean, I notice it in you because I think of, like, skateboard culture and I think of what it breeds in people. And, you know, you use the word therapeutic, and I would probably... Uh, agree with you that there are activities that we take part in that kind of relax you and you know help kind of bring you back to reality and um, allow you just to kind of like focus on yourself you know and I think you're probably correct in saying that like skateboarding definitely does that for you and you know you also see part of that skateboard culture rub off on a guy like yourself because you are a very laid-back human being. Um, yeah. Very easygoing. Uh, and also, you know, one of the things that cracks me up the most about you is just, like, how willing you are to just change up your life, you know? Just, like, just what you're currently doing, for crying out loud, man. Uh, I don't know many people who just, like, straight up get up and are like, you know what? headed to Australia not that it was something you did the day of but you know just the fact that you just were like okay gotta go and tie up some loose ends since you know you would current or previously had lived down there uh but I just uh oh Gage I think I lost you buddy you there we're back yeah we're back okay perfect uh, and I just, I mean, yeah, you, you very much just kind of go with the flow is the best way to describe yourself, I think. Um, yeah, I've, I've, I've learned, uh, I guess just little bits of wisdom I get that have kind of led me on this trail, you know, uh, I've always felt like a peaceful kid and it's just kind of led me in this way. And I'm also like observing my brother like um with the skateboarding as well i know he doesn't skateboard much anymore but i was like man i just i love this lifestyle i, I love being young i love feeling young i love connecting with people i love hanging with younger people like now that i'm 25 it's it's cool like i get a speaking into these people's lives they just look up at me because I can flip a board and it's like wow like, <laughs> I don't know it's, it is it's just cool and uh, yeah seeing my brother change I just I knew things that I didn't want to do I guess and I know I just wanted to be free and carefree and I, w I wouldn't say responsibility free because that's you know like, I have a lot of responsibility in my life, but it's just strategic placement, I would say, you know? A absolutely. Um, well, and it's a different sense of responsibility, too, right? Um, you know, where your siblings have, you know, a spouse and kids and, you know, um, even jobs where they have an employer, uh, you know, you don't have the, the family that's kind of attached to you in the same way as well you know you're you're an independent uh worker yourself you know like you you're the one who gets to set the the time and the hours and everything else as the plumber you know 
and uh, yeah, yeah. And, and that makes a, a huge difference. So you're you're very correct. I, I think you know you still carry responsibility in life. It just takes a far different form as, for instance, being a business owner and uh, and not necessarily having you know the same responsibilities, but responsibility nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, and yeah. Oh no, no, no! Keep going. Say what you're gonna say. I think um, that might have been a big pro- byproduct of, I guess, having more time to myself as a teenager. Uh, yeah, just thinking, you know, I had a lot of time to think and and ask and you know seek and those sorts of things. And it's like, well, like, what do I want my life to be like? And then I was asking a lot of questions around like grade 10, 11, and then certain things happened. I met certain other people and it's been a it's been a really cool path yeah a path of just steady you know picking up little trinkets here and there and you know just led by you know oh, my lord buddy <laughs> you're uh you're breaking up here a little bit i don't know if you can get a better connection here yeah no we're good we're good we're good because can this person hear me talking by the way no, you got you got headphones in. Yeah, she's kind. Of, I think she's doing homework or something. Oh shoot! Okay, so we probably shouldn't be disrupting her. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, sorry, man. Couldn't be any better. That's okay. That's okay. I mean, we're we're working off of what we can work off of, right? Yeah, truth. Are are we good where you're currently standing, or no? Oh yeah, I'm on a bed, man. I'm nice and comfy. <laughs> oh, perfect. Okay, okay, okay. So let's get back to this. And so, family has played a big role in your life. Um, yeah, your family is much different than my family. Let's put it that way. I, I don't want to say that my family is normal and yours isn't because you know nobody's family is normal. Uh, but it's also that you know families just look different, you know, from person to person, right? Mm. But you have a very extended and blended family um, that has all played a part in your life. Where do you see family in your life and how do you, I guess, how do you find time for everyone in this family? Because I know that you do care about everyone within it and somehow you seem to make it work. Oh, that's a tough one, man. Well, yeah, it's really nice living close to your mom, if, you know, I'm sure everyone does that, and um, it's been interesting how it's changed since, since Oma passed away. Yeah. And, yeah, you know all about Oma, and I think a lot of people do, uh, but... I think, oh man, she was just such a central part to everyone and everything just in my life. And she, oh, it was, I don't know. <laughs> I would just like to say that about her. Like, she's Absolutely. a phenomenal lady. And, uh, I guess that's kind of what uh, Oma and Opa, Grandma and Grandpa were going for. Like, just having a love centered place with acceptance and you know it's not about how you're dressed you know even though <laughs> yeah. oh, you know, 
Yeah, chill. Yeah, and he just, I don't know. I felt always accepted, and uh, so I just, I always feel like I should accept everyone else as well. Like, it's know, other people with different families out there. Like, I don't know. Absolutely. No, it's interesting that you use that exact quality because that is something that I actually thought about earlier in this conversation, and I didn't know how to approach it, but the idea of acceptance and how you've gained that from your Oma and Opa, who are very accepting people, who um, are very caring and loving people, uh, and I think I see very much the same thing in you and your life is that you are so accepting of any walk of life you could care less who they are what they've done where they're from um it just absolutely it there's nothing about a human being that would ever turn you off from ever wanting to get to know them no like we're all i can speak from myself but you know i think there's lots of different situations but deep down we all feel the same stuff right we're all looking for the same thing absolutely absolutely now oh, I don't even know how I was going to lead into this but uh, your relationships with even your kind of close and immediate family have obviously you know altered um, kind of throughout your life uh how how would you say that growing up both close to say siblings and parents and then also far away from them uh do you feel like that's been a blessing uh, because you're able to kind of appreciate the times where you're close and the times you're far um or do you think it's been more a hindrance because you haven't been able to be all under the same roof uh like, talk to me about that a little bit. Yeah, it's, um... I never found the distance really a hindrance. Um, at least with connecting with family. Like, you know, from Vancouver to Williams Lake. <clears throat> or Kamloops, which it mostly was. Uh, sorry, what was, like, kind of the question? <laughs> I, I guess more the idea is, do you feel like your relationships with immediate family members your your mom your dad um obviously we know that you you live rather close to your mom uh like geographically and so and you obviously have lived under her roof um for the well basically your entire you know growing up uh and so we know that's there but like for instance with your dad and your brother and sister um do you think it's been of benefit knowing that uh, your relationships have kind of, I guess, stayed strong even though you haven't always been under the same roof? Or do you feel like uh, they they could have benefited kind of to a greater extent if they were under the same roof? Or, like, does that make sense? Yeah, I, I've really thought about that, especially with my brother and sister. Because I feel like I, I could know them better, almost, you know? And I remember looking back in my journal, and I think it was when I was 18 or something, and then I remember writing one time that I actually felt like I connected with my brother for the first time, like just talking about brotherly stuff, you know? Like, 
girls or whatever it's about and we just never got that because I was 12 years old when I left and then he came down to the coast but never lived with me when he was you know graduated and stuff and obviously we didn't get that time together as brothers and and you know the other sorts of ways that brothers and sisters interact as well like never got that um but it it's given me some different perspectives on things and you know the relationships are what they are and i'm really happy with how connected i am with my family and how we've all grown in different ways and, and just i guess you know kind of colored in the lines of our family and you know we're all it's just it is really cool to watch and <clears throat> again when my grandma died it's like felt like my family just kind of drifted apart. She was like the actual glue. Well, you know, Opa, of course. Just, just kind of, she was very <laughs> much like the, the linchpin to it all, hey? Yeah, it's, and it was just so crazy to see that. It was like one of those moments that you're like, you're not, a, you're not expecting unexpected. Like, it's just completely like, wow, like, things... Uh change <laughs> yeah so absolutely absolutely now just going back to your siblings you know i just kind of thought about this a little bit and realized you know you're now an uncle to uh you know three you know amazing little kids and uh you get to have that kind of uncle influence and and knowing your personality i can only imagine how lucky these these three and i'm sure potentially more uh if if your brother and sister decide to have you know more kids in their families um how lucky these kids will be to have an uncle like you who is very much i can only imagine that that uh you know that stereotypical uncle who is that that cool guy who is laid back and who's going to show up and you know fill him full of candy and uh make sure that they, <laughs> they either go to sleep or that as you leave um they they'll always have a smile on their face you know and they're going to be able to tell their friends how how cool their uncle you're that cool uncle i i can't ever picture you not being the cool uncle in your family uh and you know do you do you feel like your relationships with your brother and sister and you know your sister-in-law and your brother-in-law um do you feel like those have really strengthened since having uh nieces and nephews now be part of your family hmm strengthened Wow. Oh, it feels like I like Nevada's been around for such a long time now, just getting on the board and but yeah, it's a, like it's been a really good I would say, reason just to get together and it's different hanging at uh, hanging at my sister's house with kids and not with kids. I probably would wouldn't what <laughs> wouldn't just be hanging out at her house, you know, but it's the family life and it just has a different to it so yeah I would say that I've grown closer to my sister but she has just also changed so it's, it's growing closer to a different person in a, in a different way right and yeah right, Nick right. he's yeah uh, Nick and I we connect pretty well and I don't know some sometimes I just don't know I don't know exactly how he He's always feeling like he's very composed. I always feel, 
yeah, it's kind of hard to explain. Like me, I'm, you know, like you said, that stereotypical <laughs> uncle. And I think I got a lot of that personality from who Nick was as a teenager and who you guys were. And yeah. <laughs> like, I was just like, I looked up to you guys and you guys were the coolest. Uh, but Nick, yeah, he's just like he's a such a refined man now. Yeah, he's very <laughs> you know? he's very prim and proper, and I don't feel bad, kind of like not bagging on him, but you know, uh, definitely pointing this out just because we're such good friends. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I also, you know, I can't imagine that he'd be upset. He might give me a hard time, but. Uh, you're right. You guys are very, very different. And I think that just goes into just like show. Of, I, do, uh, I don't want to say, like, I believe that I owe a lot of it to who he was. And then, you know, <laughs> he was such a huge influence in my life. And I just kind of like carried that trajectory almost, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I mean, his concept of responsibility and uh, maturity just changed, you know? Um, and you know yeah with the fireworks he came back and his life was just rocked by all these questions absolutely well and the other part too is just the fact that like we were talking about before it's not that you're not a responsible human being because you very much are it's just that your responsibilities take on a different look than what his responsibilities take on yeah that's completely it that's the difference between all of us absolutely absolutely and so um, we can't we can't finish this up without focusing also on the youngest sibling uh, because I think it would just be a shame if, if we forgot her um, and I think what's special about it is you know I remember when Hallie was born Yeah. Uh, also because her birthday is literally the day before mine <laughs> uh, but you know you got this kind of cool experience where you know Nick and Evan both stayed in Williams Lake you moved down to the coast and you really got to see Hallie develop into you know who she is today and uh, and explain to me what that was like explain to me what it was like to, to really get to see you know you got to for the one or for the first time probably uh really be the influence um up, upon a sibling you know and and did you feel like there was a, a responsibility to show her a right path or did you just kind of be like well you know how whatever like you're either gonna kind of do what i do or you're not and oh i i feel like i i have played the part that i i would like to you know uh when we were younger just our sense of humor, like my mom and I. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Just have this. Yeah, you know my mom. Like, of course, she's, absolutely. She's pretty. Probably, <laughs> yeah, she's a pretty funny lady, and and I just as you know, as different as it was at, at the coast, we were always just having fun, like, and I think Allie just learned to have how to have fun and. Like have a laugh and kind of be carefree and, and up to a very late age you know she's 16 now she just turned 16 in July and 
it's just really cool to see her develop and have that fun loving nature and that sense of adventure like she's still she's a 16 year old girl and she's still picking up snakes and you know <laughs> playing video games and longboarding down the street at you know 35k an hour and like Absolutely. she's just the coolest chick and I mean, she's cooler than me like <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's funny that you you just described her the exact way I would think that if you know 10 years ago if I were to describe Gage uh, those are very very similar qualities um, yeah and and so yeah and I think we've been able we've seen different sides of each other even lately as close as we are and then, um, yeah I, I, it's just been really cool and, and it's always cool man it's always changing every every age every year and stuff like that and I know I noticed a lot that she grew up a lot as I went overseas like she just you know hit that like 15 16 like kind of feels like she has some weight to you know, has some weight to herself. Like she has an opinion, and she can say something. She can be funny and influencing and all that. It's like, and she's got this rowing thing that she does now too. Like, it's just giving her such confidence. Like, yeah. Wow. It's I don't know. I'm just blown away by her, really. Like, so. <laughs> Absolutely, and and as you should, man, because you're able to look back and realize that this is the first kind of protege you've ever had. This is the first person that you've had. A genuine influence on and has probably looked up to you like I said you know a lot of those same qualities you just described her I would have described you in a very similar fashion and so you can almost look back and say you know hey I've, I've had a hand in raising her and I've had a hand in influencing the way she's you know turned out and, and what she's become and there's a satisfaction to that especially when you see how much she has succeeded and uh, and how well she's doing for herself, you know. Yeah, I, you know, I wouldn't. You know, I like to take credit for a few things. You know, like I like just that. My <laughs> same mindset, like yeah, just being young. It's like, well, great. Like, let's just enjoy this. You know, like absolutely. Everyone's so serious, and <laughs> like, what's what are we what are we racing towards? Like, what's the big goal? Like, what's the purpose? And Right. You know, I wouldn't say the big BL end all is, yeah, let's have fun. It's like, obviously, you want to bring the kingdom, but I think it's easiest to bring the kingdom when you're having some fun, you know? like. Oh, yeah, man. Life, life cannot be too serious, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, that's, that's the beauty gauges. I think, you know, the way I've ever described you to someone, uh, as, as we kind of started off this conversation explaining that, you know, it's a lot of the time that I'm explaining, you know, stories that we've had together and stuff, um, or, you know, your personality to people. I think that very much encompasses it right there, is it's like, you know what, you can grow up, you can have responsibilities, but at the end of it, like, definitely remember to just stop, take a breath, relax, enjoy your life, because, you know, you only get one of them. And so it, it may as well be fun. It may as well be, you know, not necessarily carefree or living carelessly, but just to, to really enjoy it, not just, you know, strangle yourself with, 
you know, responsibility and worry. And, you know, I, I think this is what I've so much valued about you is even for myself, you know, you say you look up to me, but I also look up to you and realize that you live life in a very cool way. Um, and in a way that there are times where, you know, I actually just talked to your uncle about this in the grocery store, as funny as this is, two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and I just said, I sometimes just wish I had the, the careless, not carelessness, but just like that carefree attitude that you have, where it's just like, you know what, I'm just going to live, I'm just going to do my thing, and, uh, and I'm just going to, I'm just going to enjoy my life, you know. Um, it's so easy to get bogged down. Isn't that's it? exactly it. That's exactly it. And I, I think you are a great example of someone who will not allow life to ever bog them down, um, and to ever make it so that you just can't enjoy, not even just the little things, but the big things in life too. You know. Yeah. Well. Yeah. There's like you got to keep going. You know. You got to keep momentum and keep going through your life and setting goals i suppose <laughs> absolutely absolutely okay now before we go um or before i end this recording at least uh there are well there's really only one question i have to ask you actually yeah. two questions and they have to do with skateboarding because i just i'm always curious about this kind of stuff one okay sure give me your favorite pair of skate shoes of all time Ooh. <laughs> I had some high top elements they were pretty cool they were like very unique okay I had uh, oh and then yeah those are ones that I bought in multiple pairs of in just like different colors there's these Circa ones that I got and there's these element ones and they're very similar style and I, I'm pretty sure every, so many people had this uh, model of Circa shoe I think you had them. You know, they, they came in all the different colors, like the greens and the purples and the blues. And just just with the big C down the side of them? Oh, they, no, not those ones. Those are pretty classic. <laughs> Too classy. Nah, I can't remember the model name. But, See, uh, I mean, I had some cool circus, but they definitely didn't come in different colors. But, um, okay, now, aside from that... Who is your favorite skateboard manufacturer? And we're talking deck, right? I mean, I'm not. I mean, I would love to. Actually, if you got time, break down your ideal skateboard to me. Oh wow! I like to keep it simple, you know. Like, like I know when I was a kid, it's all about getting the most colorful and like <laughs> bright and vibrant looking stuff. But yeah, yeah, I just like you know simple. Right now, I'm riding Thunder Trucks. They're pretty light. Um, okay. One of the brands that I like more, Thunder. And just silver, like straight silver. Yeah. So, yeah, so, you know, if they get scratched up or whatever, it doesn't. Okay, yeah. well, let's go right through this, okay? So, so tell me, uh, deck, What's what, what, in your opinion, is the best deck out there right now? Um, It all depends, man. They make so many shapes. Every brand does. But the last two that I've been... Um, skateboarding or New York. Okay. Yeah, so that's the last two I've had. I've got a another blind one that I have ready to go once this one breaks. And it it depends like um, on how big of a nose, how big of a tail. Right, right. I how, mean, we don't have wide. to get into specifics. I just no, more I curious like preference. So 
Okay, so we got a, a Zoo York board with Thunder Trucks. What kind of wheels are we rolling? Uh, I've got Bones, man. Bones! Okay, so we got some yeah. Bones wheels. Okay, and then <laughs> lay, lay it down with us. Uh, give us your, your ideal bearing. Are you a are you a big ABEC guy or are you a small ABEC guy? I've been thinking about investing in some of the ceramics, but uh, I tried out some some toy machine last okay. time. Yeah, I got them because they're purple. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they, they rip, man, yeah. You know, just put some lube in them or whatever and keep them out of the dust. But I think a big thing for boards is, uh, like, make sure they're hard. Like, you just tap them, you know? You, you can tell sometimes they're a bit spongy or, like, you just, you know, tap them on another wood bench or something and you can just tell if it's been left out. There's just a feel to it, eh? Yeah, thickness. You, like, they get the density just right, you know? See? And this is the beauty of you right there, man. The way you break down the sweet science of skateboarding, you know? And so, oh, so uh, much. So much. Dude, I can't thank you enough for this. Um, I think that this is a, it's a special thing, and I, and I hope people now understand a little bit more about why I use you in examples of, you know, stories or experiences that I've had. Uh, you know, if you didn't already know, Gage, this is the series of basically the most fascinating people in the world to me and have had, <laughs> a, and have had a, a, a great influence on my life and my development is who I am. Um, and so, you know... Not to like pump your tires too much, but uh, I I do want to thank you for being you for the for the friendship we've had, and uh, I I think that uh, it's going to be a special thing as as we continue to move forward. You know. Yeah, it's been quite a ride, man. I'm really, you know, it's it's cool to see that it is a two way street. You know, like we you've mentored me, we've spoken to each other many times over coffee. And <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, and I mean. You know, all I can say, folks, is if you live in the lower mainland area and you happen to uh, want to build a residential area or a commercial area, I'm probably speaking way out of term on what I can <laughs> have this guy do for you. But I want you to call the homie Gage Johnson at Top Gage Plumbing. Yeah, check us out on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, he does great work. Um and uh, you know he can he can definitely uh, tighten your pipes. Let's put it that way. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much for having me, man. Dude, it's been a slice, man.